Shut up and sit down. Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to episode 142 of Third Shift. I, of course, am one of your wonderful hosts, Mr. Eric, and with me is the illustrious, magnificent, something or rather, some crazy cool title, Mr. Matt. Like it. Yes, yes, there you go. See, you like that? I want to make uh-huh. you feel good about this episode. I want to make you feel like I feel about all the episodes. Just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, here we are, 142, episode of Third Shift. Here we go, rock and roll, bada bing, bada boom. You guys know the rigmarole. Mr. Matt, I want to know what in the heck happened in this beautiful week. Well, see, even before you gave me the nice intro that made me feel so good, I had the jingle all lined up, so I'm just going to sing it anyway. Because here we go. Every day's great when you are, Matt. Because I've been playing all the games. I have a list of nine games that I played this week. Nine freaking games. Actually, there are ten, there are ten games because I didn't even write one of them down. But in the real life world, last Friday, went up to Holland, Michigan. Well, actually, it's over. It's a little bit up and then over. And then they have the, they got like a big tulip festival that goes for like two weeks. They got all kinds of events there. Went and saw Jay Leno live doing stand up. Classic, hilarious, just a great time. Just good. Good, clean, you know, news-related type of stuff. You know, good stand-up show, and I don't know, it was great. I had a fun time. He was awesome. I like seeing these. You know, I saw Jerry Seinfeld, I think, last year, and now Jay Leno. Seeing these kind of like legendary stand-up guys, you know them, but then when you see the set, it's like, wow, okay, he's actually setting stuff up here. He's playing, paying it off over here. Just classic and good. Just good fun, laughing. Having a good time. Awesome stuff. Then other than that, just work, which is it's, it's, it's work. And then on the video game front, it's all good times. I beat Nier Automata over the weekend, finished that up, the last couple endings. And I will, uh, you know, I'll save the, the spoilery bits for what you play in Third Shift, but the ending to that was freaking awesome. It was something I, even though I, like, Obviously, I told you guys I spoiled it for myself last time, researching how to get the endings and stuff. So I spoiled it, but the moment was so good. And the thing that it has you do that happens to you, again, I won't spoil it here, really awesome. Nothing else I've ever played in a game that's really done that. So that was really cool. And then the very next day, it was the Mother's Day stream. I said, hey, Mom, here's four video games you don't know anything about. Pick one for me to play. And she picked Valkyria Chronicles 4. Oh, it just feels so good to be playing Valkyria Chronicles again. It's about again. time you got into that. Jeez, old Pete's, man. Gosh. Well, hey, 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 I got a big backlog. You know, I can't get the games right away. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Well, it's about time because I've been telling you to get it. You love that series. I love that mm. series. Like, when is Matt going to finally play this? Come on. Well, have you played that one? Yes. Oh, you I did? I played a little bit of it. Not the whole thing. Okay. I've okay. only played about six hours or so of it. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if you ever had. And then I fell off, and I need to get back to it. Yeah. Because I knew we were both excited about it, and I was like, well, he would have played it on the Switch, but I don't remember him ever talking about it, like, ever. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, feels good. Feels nice. Finding the finding the quirky characters that totally just work for you. Like, everyone basically has the same stats. They just have different potentials and abilities. So it's like... Which of these scouts do I like the most? Uh, I'll pick the I'll pick the blonde girl, and she's got this like raspy old lady voice. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you, you'll do. You're my scout. You're my this. You're my that. Kick you completely out of the squad. Nope, and have no interest in you. But you, yep, uh huh. There's a shiny bald headed sniper, whose whose head is so shiny that enemy snipers get a beat on him easy. And I was like, no, no, he's out. Get get the bald yeah, man out. No out bald man. No no bald people. No bald people allowed. <laughs> poison <laughs> but I, I just love again that's one of those series when i play it i'm just like this is it this needs to be all the time this needs to be one of my home series just that cell shaded artwork the the camaraderie so and the banter between everybody uh and then just strategic gameplay i love that stuff so that was a ton of fun let's see so how what about these other like 18 games that i play oh uh, no, I'll talk about Gwent more on what's playing Third Shift. I've uh, been getting into Steins Gate Elite a lot more. And it, like I, I think I said it before, I watched the anime and I played the sequel game before. So seeing where it all started 
as a game is really interesting. Seeing the because it starts off in really goofy places, but then it'll take weird, like hard sci-fi turns. Like you'll get like the actual theory of the quantum physics behind this or that or the other thing. And I'm like, this is so cool because it has fun stuff. It has funny stuff. It has goofy things. And obviously it gets way serious way later. But then having all that combined with actual science in this game, nerdy, just complete nerdy shit. I love it. It's so good. So I've been eating that up with a spoon. And then two days ago, I think it was two days ago, I was like, screw it. I'm watching all these people with their collection videos up on YouTube and like all the gaming history and here's the favorite games we played. And I see, I'm seeing so much Vita stuff. And I went, you know what? It's out of production. If I don't get it now, it'll be like more expensive, more expensive. Soon it's going to get more expensive. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I went, well, Amazon, what can you do for me? It went brand new, 220 bucks. And I went, that's not bad. But I was like, hmm, see new and used. Click, click. Oh, an old 3G model. Excellent condition. Per- pictures looked freaking amazing. And it was like 108 bucks. I went, yep, I'm having you. And I'm getting Persona 4 Golden on top of that same order. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. The, the actual the memory stick came in today. So I was actually able to play Persona 4 Golden, start that up, and that's another one of those games. That's, that's home. I booted it up. I heard the jazzy music. Just the, just the walking around town music, it makes me so happy. It feels so right. And I'm watching on this beautiful little screen, handheld in my hand. The slick Persona 4 menus are up. And it's just like, that's, oh man, why can't every game just be Persona? Every game uh-huh. needs to be Persona. I'd, oh. Yeah, I agree. Every game Persona. But it just made me so happy. <laughs> I was laying there, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Watch a stream? I don't know. Do a show? Can't we just... Okay, I'll, I'll put it down. Okay, save and quit. Okay. But yeah, I've been having a blast with all these games, and sort of not a blast on some of these, but look out for what you play in Third Shift later in the month for more on the 18 million games that I played this this month, this week. And now I'm just going to turn it back to my buddy here, Eric. Eric, how was your week, man? Well, the gloves come off. Springtime has come, sort of, maybe, in Michigan. I went camping. You all know that we are a camping family. And so we took that little camper out. We drove out to the camper sites, you know, did the whole thing. Mm. It was cold as hell. I think the high was like 52-ish. <laughs> and that night it was, you know, like 37, 40 degrees. Oh. So it wasn't what we were hoping for. But, gosh, it was great to be back out there. It was just so nice all day long, you know, just outside playing, doing stuff, taking hikes, taking walks, sitting around, reading a book, doing whatever cooking meals on fires, cooking meals on grills. Mm -hmm. And then the kids and family, they go to bed. I march up to the little lodge because I I go at these nice little cool resorts where they got lodges and stuff like that. And I hook up my PlayStation and I plug it all in. And and yeah, sure, the internet's not there. That's okay. I pop in Metro Exodus and I just start going to town, just having fun. Guess what? That's a single player, one man game. I don't need no friends. I don't need nobody. So that's why you've been playing it. I was like, where did this come from? How did this become a thing that Eric's been playing? Uh Uh-huh. So I've been playing that. I didn't get to beat it. I got to the very last area, and then I had to return it because I did a whole shindig where Gamefly begged me to come back. said, hey, buck buck for a month. I said, I can't give up a buck for a month. Sure. So I got Days Gone and that in Metro Exodus. And uh, Days Gone I didn't like. I played it for about seven hours and was like, I just don't want to play this, so why am I going to play this? So I turned it off, put it in Metro Exodus, fell in love instantly because the difficulty of that game, the just awesome feel, the weapons, how every single baddie drops gear, drops things for you, so you're scavenging the bodies, you're constantly aware of your ammo, Mm. you're like, no, I am not fighting this group of people, I am running away, I'm stealthing through this area. Fantastic, just amazing. All the Russians and the storyline of it all, just great. Every time they're talking, <laughs> it has me cracking up all the time. Mm. And then, of course, being that it's Metro, it's you know mature only, so the, the language in there is just crazy mm. off the wall. Things they're doing and talking about, hilarious. I posted a picture just recently of a scene that I've never experienced in my life. 
I came into a room, and remember, if you don't know in this game, you can you can kill whoever. Okay. You don't yeah. have to interact with people. You can just shoot them and grab what you need and keep going. I walk into a room, and there's this admiral, crazy dude, just off his mind. He's in a wheelchair, losing it. Yeah, I heard about you. He's a bad dude. He's killed people, done things you shouldn't. But I, I didn't kill him. I went, what does he got to say? He, he, didn't, he didn't try shooting me, right? So, okay. He's like, hey, why don't you come sit down and have tea with me? Hey, we'll have a drink and we'll talk. We'll be friends. So I sit down at a table and there's this dead dude riding on the left and a dead dude riding on the right. <laughs> One's holding a guitar and then he sits across from me and he's over here pouring this drink and he starts talking about his life and what he's been doing while he's been in this place. Like I said, completely off his rocker. And then at some point he, he keeps imitating like he's the dead people. Nice. He's going... Oh, here you go, Admiral. I'm your friend, Bert de Gertie. Awesome. So he's having this whole conversation with these two dead people around him. And then at one point, he asks him to play music. So he, like, nudges the dead guy, and the dead guy's guitar falls off his lap. <laughs> he's like, you sl- you sloppy, clumsy son of a bride, you, you stupid idiot. So, so I pick up the guitar, and I'm just strumming the guitar of the game, drinking this liquor, nice. and talking to this dude while he's imitating two dead people. That's freaking awesome. It was crazy. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. I don't post much, but I couldn't help but take a picture of that and post it because I'm like, I, in a game I've never ever in my life sat down with a psychopath who imitates two dead people that I sit around with drinking poisoned liquor and playing songs together. Well, that'll be the next uh, third shift meeting we do. That's that's how we'll do it. That's how we do it. We're going to go Game of Thrones style, uh-huh. poison each other, <laughs> and Oh, I don't feel good, Tommy. Oh, you got you to get Danny to bring a ukulele somehow. Oh, hey, Danny. Oh, by the way, disregard what you previously heard, but also do bring a ukulele to the next third shift meeting. We we th- we got a new idea totally for the theme it. song. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and of course, I would be remiss if I did not mention that with this whole lodge deal, since it's preseason at our resorts, uh, the lodge isn't technically open yet, mm. but I, of course, talked with the people and finagled my way into them giving me a key so I could get into said lodge Jesus. for the evenings. Hey, Matt, you know, you got to do what you got to do if you like video games. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's fair. I tried. I sent you a picture that first night. That's true, yeah. I tried to be outside, but it was 37 degrees, and my hands, I couldn't feel them after about <laughs> an hour and a half. <laughs> So I had to quit. I had to quit. I was like, this is too much, man. I can't I can't sit out thirty seven degree weather in the darkest night, just freezing to death while Staring I play at video the, games. the brightest screen. It, yes. In ever. Yeah. It just nothing blackness around because uh, the screen consumes everything. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't do it. So I finagled my way in. But of course, once you do that at these resorts there's always kids and people just wandering around doing yeah. they're coming up to the windows and like knocking and like trying to make me get up and let them in but i locked the door of course so nobody could come in uh-huh. and i'm like i'm like looking at them like nah brah yeah you got you gotta go bye <laughs> <laughs> they're just looking at me like i'm the meanest person in the world i'm like, like they have they have hey. no idea who they're trying to get to sympathize with them exactly <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't care who you are, how much you stare at me. I will keep playing this game and you will just suffer. <laughs> so it was a great weekend. Got to play through almost all of that. I didn't, like I said, I didn't quite finish it. I'm thinking about going ahead and renting it mm-hmm. at the whole family video or something so I can just do that last. I just need like maybe four more hours probably and I'll, I'll finish it up. Yeah, if you're that close, you got to at least wrap it you up. You got to finish it. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and run it, finish it up. Great game. I recommend it to everybody. There are some glitches, a little of the jumping mechanics, things like that. I'll talk about more later. doesn't matter. So did that. Did the camping. If you don't camp, start camping, people. It is a lot of fun. It's great to get out in the outdoors and just sit down and relax. Get away from all your stupid commodities and usual crap that you have here in the house. And even though I have a camper, so it's not like I'm rustic, you know, out in a tent, mm-hmm. sleeping on the ground. You still have to think differently about what you're doing all day. Yeah. See, I was just thinking about it. It's like, ah, you know, I'm not a big like rustic camper guy. It's like, I, I, I do it every now, and, you know, I, or I would do it every now and then if people went. But I was like, man, you know, it sounds good to just drive away and sit out like in a foresty area or by a lake or something in a camp chair and I just boom. What am I doing that's today? That's what I do. I'm either driving into town or I'm going to play Persona. Uh, it feels like a Persona day. Sit outside yep. and just. Oh, what? Nobody needs me for anything because I'm mm-hmm. four four hours up the road. I'm way out here. 
Yep. No one's calling me. No one's asking me for anything. Even if they did, I just go. I'm camping. Sorry. Mm. See you next week. I could be there in four hours if it's an emergency. Oh, I didn't realize Mm. you were gone. Oh, Oh, okay. Never mind. And then I just sit. I think I read a whole book Mm. while I was out there too. So, man, just good stuff. Just consider it, everybody. Just start camping. Beyond that, though, came back home. Been getting the house prepped up for spring. Doing the whole garden stuff. I've said I talked about already. And other than that, work, but we're not going to talk about work, it's just work, mm-hmm. nothing special there. So yeah, I think that's it. I mean, gosh, yeah, right? Yeah. I've been playing this other great game called Rage, but we're going to talk about that here soon. We'll talk so. about that in a minute, yeah. Yeah. So that's about it for my week, man. So yeah, that's it for you this week, that's it for me this week. Together as a team, we had IG2G, a double pack of IG2G, episode 52 and 53, what more content could you possibly want? That's like that's three shows in one week, dude. All the shows. We just do all the things. I don't even know what my life is anymore. I just do shows. It's just I shows work. constantly. I have kids. And then I'm, I don't know what's happening. Streams, <laughs> camping, kids, car accidents, Try, car problems, yeah, whatever. Exactly. Anything, everything. <laughs> it never ends. never ends. So I don't even remember what we talked about on those shows. I know what was VR and what was what was the most recent one we were talking about. Oh man, well, we had the we had the topic. We were talking about a thing. <laughs> we were like, man, is a thing good or is a thing bad? And we we're like, whoa! Oh, it was the remakes you? and remasters. I remembered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so yeah, two good shows. I we had fun when we do. We always have fun doing IG2G. Coming up next week on Tuesday. Nothing. I'll probably play Persona 4 Golden. That's that's what I'll do. That's coming up next yeah, week. Yeah, I, I got to get back into that. Since you're into it now, I got to pick it back up and finish it. Mm. Oh, man. Like you didn't pull through. a Metro Exodus on it, did you? Uh, No, not as bad as Metro Exodus. I'm only probably about 50, 60% of the way through. Okay, okay. Maybe a little bit over, but right around there. So, no, I'm not like three, four hours away from the ending. I'm about 20 hours away from the ending. So you fell off pr- probably pretty much right at the point where I did last time. Probably. Because I made about halfway through, yeah. Yeah, so we're probably around that same point. It's probably the reason why we both fell off at that point. Mm. It's a little, it's not dull, but it's not, I'm not like, I wasn't like, oh my God, what is what is What's going next? on? What's next? Like, okay. What's happening? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so I got to the next dungeon, got through it, and then just fell off. So I got to get it back in there and finish it up. I said I was going to do it. I need to do it. There we go. We'll be the Vita boys over at One Corp. Well, there's two guys I like bringing it. Vitas. What the heck is that? The card playing loud goofs will say to us. I like that. Yeah. We'll <laughs> sit at our little booth at the chow hall and play Vitas. Just just headphones in, no talking. Yep. Yeah, naturally. Like maybe a minute of talk when we first get there, then yeah, Vita time. That's it. Well, I mean, yeah, just like when we did reading, just once the book comes out. Yeah. That's it. Don't talk. No, you know nothing. what the deal is. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect. I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> but the other thing that we like and that we do every week here on this show, we got shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands 2 and Borderlands Game of the Year Edition. So hit up the Twitter, the thread, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourself some free loot. Ooh, you know it. Man, everybody's playing that freaking Game of the Year Edition Borderlands 1. If you're not on there, you're a fool. You're a straight gosh darn fool because that game is the bestest. It is awesome. It is underrated. It's still not as good as 2. I'll say it. I'll admit it. But it oh, is an amazing cool. game hey, nonetheless. Well, blasphemy. Hey, I'm just saying. 2 was a masterpiece. But yeah. 1, the gunplay, you can't beat it. Uh, and from what I hear, Borderlands 3's gunplay is like Borderlands 1. So I'm super stoked. I'm super excited. Get in there, play that game of the year edition, get those golden keys. Randy's just throwing them out like hotcakes. So get yourself some awesome loot. And you know who else likes Borderlands game of the year edition? People who work at Gearbox because they had a stream today on the Gearbox official Twitch channel. It was Elisa Melendez and Patrick Fenn, who I believe was on their last stream of Borderlands game of the year edition. And they debuted. They said, hey, this is the beta episode. This is the the demo of the co-op couch. Because Elisa was saying, hey, you know, we're thinking about making this a more regular thing. Maybe once a week, maybe once every two weeks, whatever it ends up being. Two people will just be hanging out, playing whatever game, and just chatting with you guys. And I went, hmm, here's another incidence of of Gearbox listening to us, obviously. Because we've been shouting this from the rooftops for two years. You guys should do more regular streams. Just hang out with people and play games. And they went, hey, uh, we've just decided randomly right now, as we're listening to Third Shift, because we do everything that they say, 
to do exactly what they said. Well, you know, I, I want to believe all that. I really do. So I'm just, just do go it. Ahead. Just I'm just going to do it. Yeah. You're right. They they listened. They said, man, Third Shift's got a point. Mm. We really need to just start streaming, get in there, be part of the community. Lots of other games do it. Look at Division 2. Those guys, those devs are always over there playing, doing mm. streams, hanging out, talking to the community. Look at the Torchlight peeps. It's so on and so forth. What a great idea. I'm glad to see them back on here. They used to do it for Battleborn. They kind of fell off, obviously, mm. after the whole thing. But now we're back. And now hopefully they stay because that's always been an issue. Is they, they get going, but then they drop off. So mm. I'm hoping that this one's for realsies and we see them rock and roll every week or two weeks, whatever they decide is going to work best for them, and they keep to it. Because I like seeing Gearbox doing anything. Yeah. I love Gear, you know, if they're playing games, they're talking about the new content, whatever it is. I love watching, tuning in, checking them out, seeing what they're up to. Even if it has nothing to do with new, crazy news that's going to be exciting and get everybody all crazy. Just watching them have fun with their own content hmm. and maybe tell a story or two about something, fantastic. And see, right now they they have a built-in gimmick already. Because on this stream, Elisa had an old WWF title over her shoulder. And if you remember last time, Patrick had the big WCW gold belt. So... Since there weren't a whole lot of viewers with the chat going absolutely nuts, I was able to ask. I was like, hey, I see Elisa's got a WWF title. Did she win the latest Gearbox Wrestling Pick'em? And so they were able to laser focus on that because the chat wasn't going 80 miles an hour. Mm. They went, oh, yeah, hey, actually, I got this title because she won that karaoke contest the other day. And oh, Patrick yeah. gave it to her. And I was like, okay, cool, that's nice. you know." And then they, they went and they were playing. And then as they were wrapping up the stream... She said, hey, you know, we got this cool belt here. Maybe in subsequent streams, you guys can think up challenges for the two of us to do or the two of whoever are on to see who wins the belt at the end of the stream. And went, That's perfect. People will want to come on and do whatever challenge, whether they're playing Battleborn or Borderlands or whatever. Think up some kind of challenge, and whoever wins the challenge on the stream that week, you get to hang around with the belt for a week. That's awesome. It is awesome. And as an aside... I'm super tempted at this very moment to run upstairs and go outside real quick. I went through some totes in my garage. That's another thing I did mm. was clean up the garage some. And I found my lightweight oh, WWF nice. belt that I had won because in the Marine Corps long ago when I was there, we used to have these competitions, wrestling, actual fighting competitions. Mm -hmm. And we'd go to town on each other. We had the lightweight, heavyweight, you know, all-star, all that good stuff. Awesome. And I was the lightweight all-star champion. That's and I left. Awesome. I retired with that belt, and I found it in my tote. So upstairs right now is that stupid belt. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to go get that, bring it down here, and like put it over my shoulder so Mac can see that I'm the lightweight. Now the problem is I'm not lightweight anymore. I'm Nobody a big has fat to. I'm a, I'm that's a fat that's man. why we shoot yeah. from like the, yeah, above the chest up. Yeah. up. That's okay. So no one has to see that I'm not the lightweight <laughs> champion anymore. Well, hey, hey possession is nine tenths of the law so you are the That's champion yeah, you can't no defend it in know. a lightweight match but you are the lightweight champion, I still am the champion. <laughs> so so when i saw these belts originally for me i'm thinking you know i'm in flashbacks you know and going oh man yeah i remember fighting all these idiots and mm -hmm. just that dub belt and wrestling around like a moron yeah well that's what they do and of course that's not what they do but <laughs> But still, it's really cool. I appreciate the thought in it because mm. we did it. It was fun. It's it's just a nice thing to keep morale up and people happy and hyped up. So very cool. Yeah, de definitely next time at least have it with you so I can see it. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I would freaking mount it up behind me in the black negative space because that would be freaking awesome. Just boom, championship belt right there. Now I'm having yeah. dreams of just getting getting some replica titles and just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Because, I mean, obviously I've watched wrestling for all this time, mm -hmm. so I have connections to the titles. So it would be, be my little wrestling corner with my chairs, my collectible chairs and stuff. Oh, Ooh, maybe oh. build like a mini ring. Get yourself and put a, like a pylon there and then put oh, a little Get like the ropes around. across, yeah, across exactly. like the corner. Just yeah, a little corner. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then put all your stuff in it. Oh, that would be, be awesome. a wrestling corner. Man. Welcome to Collection Display 101 with Eric and Matt. <laughs> it's the new spinoff of Third Shift. Uh, we can go in any direction we want, man. We don't got to do nothing we don't want. Woo. 
that's true. That's true. So yeah, I will say that stream was a lot of fun. They didn't go in in depth on any you know behind the scenes or anything. Not not really. That I they just were hanging out, playing on the stream, having fun, talking to chat, which is exactly what it was like. The Twitch that I want, like a little chat that you have a community with, not million people and emotes going nuts Mm -hmm. so yeah a lot of fun hoping to see more from them on that indeed as i already said i hope we see a lot more of them in the future as i said they're going to look forward to it bada bing bada boom on other borderlands three fronts there's not much happening Mm -mm. it's kind of quiet everyone's waiting you know as we said i think last week for the e3 event because they said they're going to be there they said expect some cool new stuff to be revealed there which i'm assuming will probably be moxie and flak we'll probably Mm. see what their all their shtick is? You mean Moe's and Flack? I always say Moxie. God, you're right. Moe's and Flack. It's not Moxie. It Moxie's already a character. You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Moe's and Flack. It's funny because Moe's is the one I want to actually be. So of I was course, saying, I'm you still don't know say her name is. wrong. It's just whatever. Doesn't it's matter. Fine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so the Borderlands Street front quiet everywhere we're waiting on freaking e3 we're gonna hear more about it there's little patches little zings here people are all talking about like what they've seen skill tree wise and i'm sure we're eventually gonna go deep dive into that and have some fun with it it'll probably be in the games live that way we can actually see it feel it play it and understand what we're doing and saying yeah i would say at least that or when they release the skill tree builder like they always do Mm -hmm. on the website yeah then we can go. So then we can it. study it and play it. And yeah, not play it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I've mentioned it to you off air, but everyone did do like, oh, the pause the screen, and now you can see all the abilities, and that's that's just one step too far into like spoiling it for myself, for me. Like, I, I don't want to know everything right now. I want to know it as they release it, you know. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. They did. They did kind of hint. That about them being there at E3 on the stream, they were like, hey, everyone's asking about Borderlands 3, but <laughs> we'll be right around the corner for you guys. And I went, oh, yeah. I mean, we all knew they were going to be there, but obviously now they're like super going to be there. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. E3 is already amazing. It's already something I sit up and late night for watching and mm-hmm. texting and doing all sorts of cool stuff with and staying around at work, not doing anything because I'm trying to catch the different streams, the different vids and VODs and everything else. See, I was just thinking I got to look up the schedule for this year and see if I want to take a day off because we always talk about it and then we never actually do. So, yeah, well, Sony not being there this year, though, I'm kind of like, well, yeah, that's true. Do I really need to take time off because Sony's not there? You know, I, and I don't get me wrong; I have nothing against Microsoft, but I've always been on the PlayStation re- arena because mm. they get the uh, they get the Eastern support. Yeah. Whereas Microsoft traditionally has struggled with that, and I love tons of RPGs, etc. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, it's always been easy for me to pick. So naturally, I go, "Hey, what's Sony doing?" Because that's just the console I end up gravitating towards. Mm. Not trying to. I'm not. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm no fanboy, so don't fan try to be like, alert. yeah, oh, Sony fanboy. Now, I love them all. I love all three. I just can't afford all three. Mm. And unfortunately, Microsoft fell off this time. Sorry, sorry, Microsoft. But so we don't have any Borderlands Street news. We do have some Battleborn news. So get ready, get set. It is Battleborn Day. It's here. It's upon us. It starts May seventeenth, kicking off, which is of course today as you're listening to this mm-hmm. at. 2 p.m. PT time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. You can go ahead, get on. Gearbox themselves have thrown in all sorts of cool stuff, which I'm going to go ahead and verbatim list off here in a couple seconds. Mm -hmm. But also beyond that, there's community members who have, for the past year or two or so, I don't remember how many years now, I think Mm -hmm. it's only been a couple now. Yeah, I think this is the second time they've had these specific contests and things you could participate in. Yeah, they've put together like this bonus thing where they've got uh, the loot hunts going on, similar to like the Borderlands hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got some cool events where you do like artwork, sending pics, uh, quizzes uh, on your knowledge of the Battleborn uh, oh, yeah. lore and everything else. Really fun stuff. Want to give a shout out as Gearbox does to Low Lines, Baya, Natsumi Ryu, Kitru, the only Tachyon, Jozo's, and Mental Mars, and everyone else who's in there. But those are the the big dogs who usually you know coordinate and make everything happen. Mm-hmm. And of course, a big shout out to Minrek because without Minrek, nothing is possible. 
So yes, definitely shout out to the, all those community members. And I know Jim Ferranda is also a big part of this too. So definitely shout out to him. He's a good buddy of the show, you know, so we shout him out anyways. But That's right. Gosh bless, man. We've talked about this game a lot. We, in fact, that's where we started was with Battleborn. Mm-hmm. Love this game. I love that there's still a community still out there rocking and rolling with it. And, of course, for this Battleborn Day, Gearbox went ahead, and here we go. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Friday through, of course, the Monday, May 20th, they're going to be having the loot apocalypse. If Woo! you don't know what that's all about, check out the details. Increased chance of getting gear with the flare from Woo! the Faction Core Magnus packs, which, once again, if you don't know, check out the details. You got the legendary loot packs available for purchase. Oh, yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Get in there. Also, if you log in one loot During boost, this event, you're going to get one firework finisher, one double XP boost, oh, yeah. one Magnus loot pack, mm-hmm. log in reward skins. Now, here's the real kicker, because oh, yeah. they still, to this day, have not released all of the skins. Yeah. Well, guess what? Here we go. The gold skin for Old Dragon, the gold, cyber skin for Ombra, cyber skin for Boulder, da-da-da-da-da, mm. so on and so forth. I'm not going to list them all. There they are. You get all the rest of the gold skins, cyber skins, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to get in. If you want to fulfill your collection, you want to be able to say, you know what? I did it all. I've got it all. You got to get on this weekend to get the rest of those skins to fulfill the dream in Battleborn. That's right. Get your, get your legal size yellow notepad out. With all the with all the check boxes next to each character with the skins, like Sean Haggerty does, and just then you can go check, check, got him, got him, got him. I'm the hundred percent completionist. Everybody bow down to me, and then you post a picture of it in the in the art for Solus hashtag, and then in that lore quiz thing, and everybody's like, well, this isn't the place for that, but you're the man, you're the best, and you're crazy, and you're wild. You are insane. That is true. And then, last but not least, you get the Skins and Tots sale, 25% off for all those in the store, if you're interested. And also, all characters on free rotation. So if you didn't purchase this game and you're just coming in and playing for fun, guess what? Everybody's open. Everyone's available. Go in, play the game, enjoy it with all the different fans of Battleborn, because it is Battleborn Day celebration time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know what else to say about Battleborn. We talked about it for like two and a half straight years. Every single episode, we talked about Battleborn and how good it is and how much fun it is and how you should go play it. So just do that. Now you have no excuse. It's the perfect weekend to play some Battleborn. Get in on those Battleborn Day festivities. Fill out your bro certificate because I think that's coming back. Do all the challenges and show everybody. Have all the good times with a bunch of cool people from a good community. I will say it was long ago going to be... Um Bay has got the whole quiz questionnaire thing going, and it was Toby's questionnaire, but this year, yep, yep. Benedict's taking over. And I just want to say, ugh, trash can burn, really? Really? Ugh. I, I just I just want it to go full-on trash can burn. I want those questions to be ridiculous, the answers to be ridiculous, everything to be 100,000% more ridiculous because now it's Benedict's lore quiz. I agree with that. As long as it's super American and ridiculous, I'm on board with it. But I'm just saying, God, so many great characters, and we got to pick Trash Can Bird. It just God, it hurts. It hurts. It just hurts my soul. Well, who else are you going to pick? Alani? She's boring. Nobody even plays Alani. Who cares about Alani? Alani's lore quiz. I, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm naive about okay. the world. <laughs> You know, a little fat chicken would have been okay. Gaul, that's another fun one. He's too no, serious, though. You got to pick like a crazy character. Uh, right, Pendles is lore quiz. You could do a lot of like murderous, yeah, everything's lies. sneaky things, and yeah, lies yeah. And means nothing. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. That's a good one. There you go. That, I like that one. I'm down with that. It'd be like the reverse of an actual lore quiz. Which one of these is the most false? Boulder. <laughs> That would have been a good one. There That's a you good go. one. I like that one. That would have been fun. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, I'm interested to see the questions and everything that uh, Bea and the crew come up with. Mm. I will be, of course, downloading the game and popping in this weekend because, you know what? I have to. So I will see you there. Mahaje will be on board whenever he can this weekend. Obviously, with kids' family, I don't know how often or when, but it will mm. be there some point in time, damn it. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there too. I'll pop on and get it, get it downloaded, get it all preloaded, so I can pop in there. And you know what? Maybe the dream team in Face Off will ride again. 
Maybe we'll get some Milani oh. Pendles action. Mm. Show those fools how it's really done. Yes, that would be golden. That would be beautiful. God, I missed that. So there you go. Make sure you check out Battleborn. Dave, get in there. Show the people some love. Play some Battleborn. It is a damn fine game, and you need to be playing it. Speaking of damn fine games that you should be playing, we're going to be talking about the latest big hot game that dropped this week, Rage 2, because like we said, there's no big Borderlands 3 news coming down the pipe. There's not any presentations, any cool things to watch. So this is the, this is the big thing in our lives. I know Eric and I jumped in day one. We've been having a ball. I've been having a ball. I don't know about you. Maybe you're, maybe you're miserable just having a king of the rat time. It's just a bad time. Why don't you kick it off with some initial impressions, how you're liking it, what you're feeling, what's, what, is it, what is it? All right, so Rage 2 just hit. People over at Avalanche, and of course with some help and assistance by Id, they got together, built this fantastic game. I've been looking at it and watching it for quite some time now. Mm. It's finally here, and it feels really, really, really good. The reviews have been coming back like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mixed reviews, good reviews, a couple poor reviews. I'm here to tell you and set the record straight. It is an Eric game, all right? Yeah. When it opens up, you get this really cool, off-the-wall, crazy story. Mm-hmm. You know, the world's gone to hell. Asteroids come, blowing everything up. Tried to set order. Order didn't work. Then the crazy people that had secured these ARC individuals came out, beat off the bad guys, tried to restore order again, mm-hmm. fails again. Here you are, the last ranger, coming out trying to save the day. All these goons out in the world, mutants out in the world, stuff just happening all over. And he goes, hey, Go see this, go see this person, go see this person, go see this person. You start to travel that way in your cool, trusty vehicle, which I'm going to talk about in half a second. Mm-hmm. And bloop, oh, look, you just found this weird little area that has a question mark. Hey, go check it out. You check it out, you find it's out this cool little side story with this little mini boss, whole thing going on. Mm-hmm. Gets cool arc rewards, which help build your abilities. Oh, it's fantastic. And then you realize, oh, you just did that. Well, there's another one. And next thing you know, you're hopping and you're skipping all over the place to all these cool little mini events, mm-hmm. all these nice little arc sanctuaries that get you the big abilities. And then hours have gone by and you look and you go, oh, wow, I haven't even got to the first person I'm supposed to talk to. Mm-hmm. And I've just done quite literally eight, nine events of different sorts throughout this whole thing, gotten, yeah. gotten several abilities up done all this cool stuff, got all this neat little things going on, the nanotrites, you know, building that up, getting my weapon perks up. Mm-hmm. And I haven't even started. Here we are, I haven't even started. It's wonderful. It's a beautiful, beautiful feeling to be in this open world, but it's contained enough to where it's not Fallout-like, mm-hmm. where I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to go travel to sewers and die, I guess. I feel like it is... I feel like it's maybe as sparse as Fallout overall, but since you get the vehicle first thing, like you can't, I mean, you can literally go walk around in the, in the wasteland if you want, but since you get the Phoenix right off the bat, even though it is sparse, it's, it's maybe like 30 second, 40 second minute drive until you find something you can interact with. And if you want, if you want to stop and do it, you totally can. Or if you want to just blow by it and go, well, I set a marker for this place, so I'm going there. I'm going to pass up this, this, this. They'll automatically get added to your map so you can come back later and do them. I feel like that's that that fast travel without being fast travel, you know what I mean? I feel like that makes this big, spacious open world feel a lot smaller because you can get from interesting thing to interesting thing like that. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of those vehicles, first off, I do want to say I hate vehicles in games. Mm. always have always will this one the vehicle driving is Mm. comfortable i'm fine with it i like how they uh they put a display on the road where you need to go whatever you've set your target as yeah so as long as you follow that you're going to get where you need to be it's unobtrusive it doesn't like bug you it's just like Mm. on the road itself so you get to see the environment which is beautiful by the way the graphics are gorgeous the environments look great however I'm starting to get to the point where I'm getting in races, I'm getting into vehicular combat, mm-hmm. and this is where it's falling apart for me, because you got to steer with the, the left stick, 
the right stick is your camera, which allows you to look around, mm-hmm. and then the uh, L1 is what shoots. Yeah. So you're you're trying to maneuver all these things in the combat section at the same time to work, and it is a. And then of course, if you want to break, you got to push L2, which is also reverse. Mm-hmm. So it'll push in reverse. It's a pain in the butt. Like I found that I cannot do any sort of vehicular combat whatsoever. I just <laughs> have to drive from point A to point B. If I come in an encounter with like, you know, the big caravans trying mm. to murder me and the the bikers, I just, just I just giggle and I dr- I laugh as they shoot at me and I just keep driving following the point like <laughs> la 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 la. I don't care. And eventually I get to where I need to be, I'll jump off and then I murder them while mm. they're all trying to drive around me and kill me and I murder them on foot because I can do nothing in that vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will say I I kind of feel you a little bit because it I mean it's hard on the move and it's I feel I find like I think those initial cannons that come out like feel like there is a turret on the top but they just shoot forward most of the time because I'll 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 pull up to a settlement or something I'm like oh I'm gonna you know thin it out with the car and the gun and so I'll aim the reticle off to the to the left like ninety degrees to the left it'll lock onto somebody. And I'll shoot, and it'll shoot straight out the front. So that that's my only beef with it right now. I haven't gotten into a lot of vehicular combat or races because I just I just drive away. I'm usually on my way to an arc, and I see, hey, you want to have a race? No, it's too late, buddy. If I find vehicles on the on the side of the road, I blow the crap out of them because I can just pull up and just before they even do anything. So yeah, I feel like eventually it's going to be an issue, but also eventually I'm going to unlock all kinds of new stuff for the vehicle. So maybe mm-hmm. I did look through it first thing, but I don't remember what all the upgrades were. I mean, I know there's like an AOE around your car you can do. So I'll be doing that all the time. Oh, yeah. Once I think once I get all the abilities for the vehicle, that's going to change things a bit. But for right now, it's definitely not fun. It's definitely not cool. I just drive away and just keep minding my own business. Like you said, going to the arcs, the dens, mm-hmm. cleaning out stuff. Another thing I really appreciate is I did all these mysterious, weird events on my way up to my first area. Mm-hmm. Got to the first area, and then there's quest givers at all the areas, plus, of course, the main quest itself. So I'm mm-hmm. picking these up, and lo and behold, half of the things I did on my way up were actually the quests that yeah. these individuals were giving you hints about. So, and when I say quest, I say that loosely. It's They go, hey, you know, my friend Sammy went to this place and got murdered there, and there's a bad thing, and it was terrible. It'd be great if someone did something, and then it just marks the location of that particular place. Mm-hmm. So you don't come back and turn it in and get a reward or nothing. Yeah. The, the the reward is them telling you where there's a item of interest or a place of interest. But even so, if you've done it, they go, oh, you did kill this dude or that thing or whatever. You're the best, man. You're a hero, and I love you. I, I did think that was pretty good. The I think the guy with the uh, the, the, the merchant hat guy with mm-hmm. his like his little slave dude in the corner, I, I, I finished up his quest before I got there. So it was like big, long story. And then my walker was immediately like, yeah, you can see the smoke from here. He went, oh, yeah, you did it. Okay, cool. Here's the reward. Ha, 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 cool. You're the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I definitely did appreciate that too. Yeah, I found uh, I found Lug before I'd ever did the quest. Oh, nice! So I killed Lug, and then they went, and the same thing happened. It was the ladies like, "Oh, my friends all went into this hole in the wall, and this thick giant creature murdered them all, and I wish he was dead." And then I went, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! His his guts are splattered all over the floor. Mm. It's cool." And then she went, "Yeah, you're my hero," and I was like, "Yeah, I am. It's okay." <laughs> Now, I, I will say the only negative that I have about it or that I'm starting to see is what most of the negative reviews have been about. Like, oh, there's not a big campaign and a big story. You do all this cool stuff, but there's not a lot of meat on that bone. And I will say I'm starting to see that because I went to one of the first locations because, like you said, you get three people to go see to like level up your trust with them and unlock abilities. And I got to the first guy drove up like oh hey i need you to go down in the sewers and kill a bunch of stuff went and did that unlocked a new weapon which is totally cool shotgun it's amazing Mm -hmm. it's the only gun you need in life good shotgun that's not true when there's enemies afar i need my assault rifle but i went and did his thing and then i went all right i'll be waiting here waiting for you know the next 
next time you come around, I'll be w- working on stuff. And it was like, hey, your next objective with him is to get up to level five with you know his unlocks and abilities. And by that time, I had already gone through like 10 bandit camps. So I went through like two more, and I went, oh, look at all these ability points I have. Boop, 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 level five. So it didn't feel like a real progression, like... You know, I'm used to quest givers like, all right, go over here. All right, I trust you a little bit more. You get access to level one. Go over there and do that thing. You get access to level two. Instead, it's, hey, do one thing for me. All right, now you can, on your own, unlock everything for me. And then what I've heard is they have, like, one more quest each, and then you can go to the final boss. So obviously I'm not going to just blaze through it and do it that way, but it didn't feel like I'm working with this guy it's like I showed up, did him a favor, and I was like, I'm going to help you. Eventually, we're going to... Well, I mean, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, they you do the mission for him. He goes, hey, I see that you're a ranger. You trained under the chick, you know, the mm. Crowley or Prowley. She was the coolest person of all time. You know, I understand you're a bad man pajama. Mm. And he goes, well, but unfortunately, you see that doodad right there? I don't know how to work it yet. I haven't figured out how to fix it right yet because I'm going to have you go do the thing and you need this thing working. So yeah. until then, go get, go, go help people. Go be badass. Go be awesome. Do what you do as a ranger and come back here once you're this level or that level. Mm. And then we'll, we'll see about if I, if I got this thing ready for you because it's going to be crazy. Yeah. And then of course, like you said, at that point, you can go level up and then be maxed out, but then you still got to do the other two to get the other pieces you need to do the big final mission. Mm. And then like you said, they get the other story. So I understand, but at the same time, like they explain why they're having you do it that way. I mean, it, they at least tell you. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it just, maybe if they're, if it took time to unlock his things instead of just points, if you have, 10 points you can get them up to level five right away you know what i'm saying i i'm not saying it's a bad thing because i'm still enjoying the game i still love just going into bandit dens and rooting them out and finding the secrets and doing all that stuff but i'm saying if you are a story-based person i I can see why people didn't connect with it or like it as much because it's just i mean it is just what we said it was it's loose. Yeah. It's loose. I mean, there's a story there, but yeah, it's not all tight-knit. It's not linear. It's not telling you to go in this particular direction and then giving you a cool cinematic that ties everything together. I guess more than that, it's like I, you don't really feel like you've progressed through something. It's like you got his unlocks and you put your points in. You know what I mean? Like, I, Yeah, I but you got to... his unlocks through doing what he likes you to do. So he likes you to kill things. So you did a whole bunch of killing on your way to him. So coincidentally, he went, oh, man, you've already destroyed 17 bandit camps. Look, hey, you're you're my favorite dude ever. You've unlocked all my things. Go ahead and pick all you want, and then you move on. (laughs) And again, I get it, and I don't hate it, but for it doesn't feel traditional or right. Mm -hmm. Like if you had to go back and like, all right, after killing 17 bandit camps, you had to go talk to him. And he had a little scene of just, oh, man, wow, through that, really you probably learned about this. I rigged up this new ammo pouch for you. I rigged up this new blast shield for your armor. You don't get to see yeah. those scenes. You get to do it yourself with points in a menu, but it doesn't feel like you don't establish a connection. It doesn't feel like you're building a relationship. Exactly. Yeah, you're not getting anything going with that character. So he's just he's just a signpost, basically, for yeah, he, stuff. He's a skill tree unlock point. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got things for you. Here you go. Bloop. All right, give me all the things. Mm, I get it. So, again, there's nothing wrong with it, but it just doesn't... It feels strange to me sometimes. I I mean, I understand what you're saying, but mm. I still just enjoy the hell out of it right now. Yeah, yeah. Because I love how I can either, A, go to these towns and, and have these people give me clues, mm. or, B, if I'm just wandering around and, I, and it pops up, it pops up, and I'm just getting them and doing them yeah. and just... I'm drinking a beer, listening to the crazy cool in-game music. Just, mm. you know, it's not like straight metal like Doom is, right. but it's definitely like, yeah, here we go. Oh, yeah. You know, and they got the different music for the different environments, like the bandits and then the mutants, the muties or whatever. Mm. Oh, I like it. I love it. Yeah, and, and I think that's the most important thing is the game is just fun to play. Anytime I play it, I'm driving around. Anytime I see something on the side, I have to stop. 
because I want to blow stuff up and I want to find secret stuff. And it's so much fun to do that, especially as I'm starting to get powers up. I just unlocked a double jump right before the show while I was mm-hmm. playing. So now I'm I'm going to be just mantling on top of everything. Like the first place I got it, I got like outside, not outside the map, but outside the boundaries of this whole settlement. And it's like on the edge of this cliff. So I'm like doing like the double jump, mantle up, double, double, double jump. Like this, I was Skyrim horsing my way off onto a ledge that was like this big looking for secrets. I didn't really find any, but that I can do that now is making me so happy and excited because I love just cheating and breaking the laws of physics because uh, it's just so good. I, I love it. So now adding that on top of the awesome gameplay and the meaty combat and the crunchiness of just then and the head pop noise when you get a headshot and it goes it's so satisfying and so good. I'm just like, I can't wait for more things to unlock so I can do more weird stuff in these combat scenarios. And then speaking of said combat scenarios, I like, I'm early on in the game still, but I like how the different baddies have different environments. Mm -hmm. So like when I went down and did that sewer thing with the muties, yeah, it was a whole, I got, it was Doom vibe instantly. Yep. Like I felt like I was in Doom because all the enemies just ran at you, beast-like and Mm. crazy. Whereas when it's the bandits, it's your typical, they're running behind cover, shooting mm-hmm. RPGs, trying to be all, you know, strategic, but not super strategic because they're idiots. Because they're, they're wild bandits. morons, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, you get the authority, who's all just these, like, crazy monsters just sh- coming at you, like, you know, sh- military men from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then your smart ones in the back doing all sorts of cool elite moves, throwing grenades at you, messing you up. I like the different enemy types and then the different environments that you end up fighting them in. It just kind of leads to like you're playing three different games almost mm-hmm. at the same time, and I appreciate that because it makes you to it makes you change your tactics, and then it just of course gives you a nice breath of fresh air every time you're in a different area or a different group of enemies. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, especially down in that in that sewer area with the muties. I actually had a nice jump scare at one point because there's like a chest. If you turn right and go down this, this little hallway, I'll pop open a chest. I spun around, because you spin around quick in this game, too, which I oh, really yeah. appreciate. Spun around, dude right in my face. Oh, Jesus. And it felt, you know, if I spun around there's there was a bandit in my face, I just go, ah, shoot him. But it was like, it had a whole different feel to the combat, the enemies, the, the environment itself. It put you in that, that kind of mind where you could get a quick jump scare out of something. Mm-hmm. And of course, with these enemies comes like your NPCs and your characters and while you're traveling. Mm-hmm. And I got to mention this before I forget, there's these wandering merchants mm-hmm. that you can find across driving around. You honk your horn, they stop and come sell you stuff. And one of them, whom I kept encountering for whatever reason, maybe he's in this entire region, but you, you stop him with your horn and he calls up and he's like, Art thou looking for the wondrous wares that nice. you can perchance purchase? And then you're like, yeah, man. He's like, no, 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 good sir. We must speak in an exor- exuberant voice with exuberant words and crazy things, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, awesome. Fine. I would loveth to findeth great gear for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and he totally just plays along. It's just ridiculous. Awesome. It's over the top. I love it. The, the the characters, the NPCs are all like either crazy off the wall, super serious, bananas, just like you'd imagine in your typical apocalyptic world. Nah, it's so good. I like it. I'm going to actually have to stop the merchant now because I haven't stopped him once. I see him driving by, and I always aim my gun at him, and they go, oh, no, that's he's got his little merchant symbol on. And I've never once stopped him because I'm always on my way somewhere. And I, I actually do need to stop because I'm out of my freaking health syringes. Like the last three dungeons, I haven't been able to heal up. I'm like, yeah, hit the button. Oops. And no okay, cover. Confusion. Uh, oh god. Super strategic. Super 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 defense. Oh gosh. Uh. Yes, they do sell all that stuff, and he is ridiculous. I don't know if there's more. Like I said, I keep finding the same one, mm. but I gotta imagine in different quadrants. You'll probably find different merchants out there, mm. and they can be attacked. So like if you're out there hanging out with them, and then some goons come flying by, they'll start blowing up his vehicle. Oh, I must leave. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So really good. I'm just super impressed so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the story is not some in-depth Skyrim or whatever, but the environments look great. The graphics are fantastic. The color scheme so far, I just love. I love like the ladders are all super boisterous pink. You mm-hmm. know, 
uh, I, and I love the attitude of the individuals and like the baddies and how they interact with each other and you whenever you're coming at them and just I'm enjoying the hell out of this game. So I, I really do. I mean, it sounds silly, but I really love the pink too because it gives you something to like dash for. Anytime I see pink, and especially if, like if I'm in trouble, all right, I'm running to that because I'll I'll be on the ladder for a second. I need a, I need a break. I need to move away. That's what that signifies to me. It's a place to move and get out, go. So it's just it's just easy as I'm flying back and forth and I'm seeing bandits with bright, you know, yellow hair, bright blue hair, but I know pink over here, that's at least safe for a second. Run, run, run for the to the pink. Climb it up. Uh-huh. All right. Reassess, reassess. And every den you come across has like arc chests mm. or arcs themselves, which the arc ones will be marked, but the arc chests are all over the place. Mm. You also get the uh, storage containers, which have all sorts of cool usable materials in it for you. So you're rewarded at any den or any area you go to that's marked mm. and then clear it out. You will be given something that's of value and can be used to benefit your character. So it's never like you're just going to clear out a whole area and and literally receive nothing. Mm. That's not going to happen. And what I love, too, is each one of those places, I mean, obviously they reuse assets, but each one of those places I've found so far, it all feels unique. Like, even if it's, you know, there's like the little gas station pit stop place that's totally different from any of these other places you're going to find. There's like a little drawbridge, you know, block off place. Any bandit den I've found, it's set up totally differently. There's different avenues of approaches on everything. So it never feels like, oh, I'm just doing another bandit den. Oh, this is the one that kind of has a little dog leg to the left. And then when you find those extremely unique ones, like I found the other day, just driving around randomly, I was going somewhere, you know, completely to the east or west, whatever, to the left, and I turned my camera to the right, and I saw this giant ramp. And I went, I'm not even supposed to go that way, but there's a giant ramp here. So turned around, backed as far up as I could, boosted up that f***er, just boom, top speed off this giant ramp. I went flying, like, a mile through the air in that freaking thing. And then I see at the bottom where I'm about to land... It's like this three-story bandit camp. Smash down in the middle of it. My car explodes. There's like 20 dudes shooting at me. I spent like 30 minutes running through that place as, you know, like waves are coming out from this underground thing. Like doors are opening up and like waves of five, six enemies are coming in. I'm busting into like big circular rooms. Like like I bust, it, I push a button and go in and it's like a bar full of goons. So you're in this little circular room shooting them all up. Went through like three or four entire big wave-based areas like that. It was just like, just randomly, because I chose to jump this giant ramp that I mm-hmm. had no idea was there. There was nothing on my map. I just found it, and then it put me in this crazy, wild scenario that was just, and it's just so fun. Just shooting and moving. The dash is my favorite thing in the world. I love the dash. Oh, God, there's like 18 grenade markers on my screen. Dash. Oh, whoop, whoop. Right out of the way. And especially uh-huh. since you can upgrade it, which I have, which makes enemies lose their targeting on you, like 50% down. And then I think the max uh-huh. is they totally lose you and they're confused. And so it's just seeing them like stumble and turn around and like they show, you know, turn around their backs to you. So you just poof, easy headshots. Oh, so good. Yep. And the guns, the gunplay so far, just fantastic. Mm. Real meaty. If you've played Doom, you'll know what this feels like because it's the same type of gunplay where you just shoot something and you see the reaction on them. You see the reaction from you. Mm-hmm. It's real visceral, real brutal, like I was trying to say in the uh, IG2G. just feels great, looks great, and makes you feel like shooting someone else. And that's the most important part, mm-hmm. that you want to keep shooting more people because it looks and feels so dang good. And it does. It achieves that 100%. What I love with the shotgun, when you aim down the sights and it gives you that knockback mm-hmm. all in one big slug. Turns into a slug. Watching yes. them just spiral out of control. And then they start getting up. And that's that's the other thing that I think is so cool is they don't, at least so far, they don't seem to have like canned get up animations. Like I've had a like kind of slide and crawl and I've had I've had them like flip over onto their butts and immediately start emptying clips into me so I'm like oh knocked him back all right he's cool and I start reloading and then he just whoop, so it's it's always it so far it feels different every time like you put him in this crazy scenario where he ragdolled against a wall and half his armor flew off but you don't know what he's going to do next you got to run up and get on him 
or her, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a lady bandit, whatever. But you got to get there and you still got to handle it. You can't count on it to be like, okay, well, here's the part where he puts his, you know, puts his knee down, puts his hand on his knee and gets up and he's totally vulnerable. You, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Or you can't just leave him to do the animation while you kill somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. No, like you said, you just got to get in there and murder everything and everyone as quickly and efficiently as possible Mm -hmm. because that's the other part about this combat is you can get overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. If you screw around and you want to go in, do, you know, Doom style, it ain't going to work. Because that's what I was doing in the beginning. I was like, oh, it feels like Doom. You know, I go in there, punch faces, shoot people with a shotgun. And I got surrounded by like six, seven of them. And mm-hmm. down I went. And I went, oh, okay. So it's not quite Doom. And then I'm like, well, let's play Division. No, it's not Division <laughs> it's either. It's not okay. that either, no. We got to, we got to, it's a weird. And then, of course, I'm like trying to like, re- you know, use my bullets wisely. I just played Metro. So I'm like, all right, one, two <laughs> shots. Don't waste bullets. One or two shots. Try to kill. That's not working. Nope. <laughs> like, it's a nice sweet spot. Mm. All in the, all melded all in the middle. You want to be aggressive, but you can't be stupid aggressive. At the same time, you can't just sit and hide because there's RPGers and whatnot and Grenadiers everywhere who will blow you up in a heartbeat. That's one thing I love is those guys with the bats that will like throw two grenades up in the air and then smack them at you with the bat. They they like come at you in a V almost, or one will land in front and one will land behind. So you got to watch your little markers on your HUD to know which way is safe to dash to. Cause I've dashed into grenades before. It's like, Oh, he, he's hit it right at my face. Dash back. Oh, the one landed behind me. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes you think, but it's still fast enough to feel arcadey, but it's not so, like you said, it's not so far that it's just a cartoon, just smash and grab the whole way. You got to put just enough thought into it while you're running through shotgunning people like a crazy person. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Now that I have that shotgun, mm. this is going to change everything. Because I've only done one mission after, outside of the shotgun, mm. and that's the gun I always try to get in the games when I play with these types of things. So mm. everything's going to change for me. It felt very different with the muties. As soon as I had the shotty in hand, I was able to play the, s- the style in the way I usually do. Uh-huh. It felt way better, so I'm really excited to get back on. And start going into some like the bandit camps with a shotgun and get to town with them. And what I think is cool, especially about the bandits, is you have those armored ones. So the shotgun works well for you know a regular bandit at close range, but for those armored ones, you either have to pepper them you know with your assault rifle from a little ways away so you can get that headshot real easy, or use that power of the warp yeah, through and push thing to blow all their armor off because that's one of the upgrades for that I think too. Mm-hmm. I immediately took that so prioritizing what weapon to use on what group of enemies, depending on what the enemy is, it's putting just enough into it where it's not, you know, I can't just run in with just the shotgun and know that I'm just going to waste everybody immediately. Well, I mean, you know, maybe, man, because technically I maxed out my shotgun. There's ability later on in shotgun tree that breaks armor. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, if you max out your shotty, Mm -hmm. you can actually break armor off of those shots. But like you said, it still it all applies because yeah. now you've attributed all your points into that one gun to mm. do the one thing. Or like you said, you can be like, nah, I, I need this gun for certain scenarios. I'd rather use this ability that's all around always with me mm. to break armor whilst I get my assault rifle or whatever other gun you like maxed out. Mm. Or maybe there was a far away enemy you were peppering with the assault rifle, but all the big armored baseball bat guys behind you turn around, don't have time to switch. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Get out of here. It's good stuff. Yes. Which we didn't cover too much on, but I'm still pretty... Sh- I can't really comment too much on it because I've only got like the dash mm-hmm. and the uh, the push and, and then the double jump and mm-hmm. whatnot. I still need to get the grab, the slam, and a whole bunch of other moves. Oh, yeah. But the abilities are really neat. I'm having... I was having trouble like trying to figure them out and get used to them. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm as I'm playing. Obviously, I'm getting better and better with it. Yeah. So I feel like eventually it's going to be second nature. But right now, I will say it does take a little bit of time to get used to remembering to use your abilities whenever they're off a cooldown and and utilize them in such fashion that you can wreck face. And, and to me, like I've I've told you before, I'm not a two fingers on the shoulder buttons guy. I'm usually a one fingerer. So if I'm aiming down sights and shooting. That's my two fingers. So if I want to use my ability, I got to take one off the aim down sights, which doesn't feel right. It's got to be down there. But uh. so yeah, it took me a little while to get used to it as well. But 
now that I'm starting to I'm starting to get that flow of combat a little better, swapping weapons, prioritizing targets, doing the things that I need to do, and it's just I've said it before, it feels so good. It just feels good. It really does. I'd recommend anybody who loves first person shooters to check out Rage Two. It's colorful, graphics great, combat's fun, story, yeah, a little bit loose, mm. but the open world that allows you just to find and experiment and have a great time in, if that's your that's your stick, this game's solid. And I, and I feel like this will become, once I start just roaming the open world, not doing anything, become a really good like podcast game. Right, I'm having fun, you know, I'm driving around, push play. Right, in the heat of the combat, maybe just pause it for a second while I parse it all out in my head. But I, I've been laying off it just in case I've run across something, you know, some kind of story-related thing or any, anything just popping up totally cool that either... Well, because you do get some radio intel, as you're driving mm-hmm. around, like, oh man, that's a that's a place for the the scavs who do the blah 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 blah. So I haven't done it yet, but once I once I start branching out even further, I think I'm just gonna be like, Boop, podcast, and come come on with me on my murdering ride, podcasts. Here we go. Oh yeah, I can't wait. I look forward to it because, like you said, I intend to make this my chill game. Mm-hmm. Just go murdering things, leveling up, having a good time, listening to some metal music. Which of course, like I said, they do a good, great job of music anyway. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know how it is when you're relaxing, drinking a beer, just killing folks, listening to your own music. That's good stuff. And I look forward to doing it, Matt. I don't know about you, but I'm gonna be playing some more Rage Two, and we'll be talking about it maybe here, maybe IG2G, maybe what you're playing Third Shift, maybe all of them. I don't know. Well, definitely on what you're playing Third Shift. So, what do you guys think out there? Are you enjoying Rage 2? Did what we say make you think, hmm, maybe I'll at least research it some more? Or maybe I'll pull the trigger and just, just get it right away. Let us know. And also, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, any kind of thing like that, send it to us via email at info at thirdshift.me. Tweet it at us at thirdshiftme. Or find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Indeed, you can find us there. You can also find us over at the wonderful Patreon. We treat it just like a tip jar. You like what you hear? You like this particular episode? Something made you laugh? Something made you giggle? Consider throwing us one dollar, two dollars, three dollars, a hundred dollars, anything and everything. Maybe even the coveted one million dollars, where we will open up a food line and run that thing, and it will be glorious. You will appreciate it, or maybe you won't. But either way, we will appreciate it because we'll have a million dollars in a food line that That's we right. own. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't throw us any money, we understand. You got to pay bills. You got to do what you got to do. You can support us in so many other ways, such as subscriptions on Twitch, likes, Facebooks, all the things, mailbag questions, five star ratings on the iTunes. All those things show us that you love us and it keeps us motivated to keep on coming at you and doing these shows forever and ever and ever. That's right, and of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 24th of May for our very next episode. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. And the other thing we appreciate is all the love on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash thirdshiftme. Come watch me play games. Come watch Eric play games. Come watch Danny do creative stuff and maybe play games as well. We're all there. We're all going to be having fun. It's, it's great. Give us a follow. Give us a watch. Give us a subscription. Give us a free Prime sub. If you're an Amazon Prime member, you get Twitch Prime subs for free. You get one a month. Why not give it to you boys and girl? Over here at Third Shift. Indeed. We appreciate it so very much. But you know what? I hope everybody appreciates life and appreciates that five-star rating. Because without that, you have no life. And, you know, I think that's about it for today, Matt. For Third Shift, I'm Matt. He's Eric. Danny's on the board making it sound good. Until next time, there's nothing else to say but... Don't forget to save. Shut up and sit down.